Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. You're listening to Gokuleto 4P on Kaya Bears. Quarter to six and you're still listening to Kaya FM. Uh, and it is Happy International Entrepreneurship Day. And as we usually do on the show on a Wednesday, we engage and speak to entrepreneurs. But how do we ensure that entrepreneurship is a viable option for many South Africans and Afropolitans across the continent? Especially noting that there's a lack of a significant support system, lack of financing, lack of access to markets, even though these are all themes which are discussed from a political and policy point of view. But the full impact and implementation on the ground has yet to be seen. It, it becomes so much more of a challenge as well for female participants who, as we know, are the key decision makers when it comes to South African households and can make a significant contribution to the livelihoods, not only of the communities and families, but to businesses as well. Ladies and gentlemen, I am excited to introduce our guest who's joining us today to introduce us to the theme of Fintrepreneur. Fintrepreneurship and exactly what it means and how we can actually ensure that we accelerate economic growth through the participation of more females in the business realm. Sizagele Maruklule, who's the CEO and founder of Maruklule & Co. Welcome to Kayabiz. Thank you so much for having us, Kuku. Thank you. Thank <laughs> I you. sound like a fan because I recall seeing you in the audience at the FNB Business Women's Breakfast and it was delightful to have you there as one of the participants to share your feedback and insight. Did you see me smiling from the top? I did. Yes, I yes, did. Yes, and yes. that's why the excitement is certainly there regarding fentrepreneur and fentrepreneurship. What is this and what does it mean? So when I so I coined the term in twenty seventeen, right? And trademarked it largely because I don't I believe that in the same way that not every woman is a feminist, not every woman in business is a fentrepreneur mm-hmm. because there's a different skill set that's attached to the fentrepreneur because she's got a lot of grit. We know that she's very focused on growth, her own and others, Mm -hmm. that she's got a sense of greatness and and has the discipline to follow through on what that greatness requires. I think it taps into what Baba John was talking about, meritocracy, right? The other thing that makes her unique is this idea of grit, the ability to just keep coming back, this resilience, because you're very clear about why you started your business. It's not because it was trendy. It's because you were solving a real social problem. That is what keeps you coming back. And then the fifth element is this idea of generosity. Yes. The entrepreneurs are incredibly generous. The Their approach to the world is what I know is what I've been taught or what I've read. And if I don't share what I know, I don't make room to accrue new information and new knowledge. And that is why we have decided to focus and direct our creative problem solving to helping entrepreneurs thrive, compete and prosper. This sounds like a real unique grouping and gathering of females who are very clear on the objectives and as you say, passing the baton forward uh, in making sure that there's a purpose attached to the profit that they look to derive and just the resilience that they excel. How do you groom them? Where do we find them? How do we ensure that we create more of them and what economic impact can they have? I, I honestly do believe, I guess much like you, that entrepreneurs, I, I think women entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs particularly are the secret source to future growth. So we hear the president speak about supporting entrepreneurship, but we don't see policy adjusting. Right? We also don't see the everyday practices adjusting. So issues like a biased lens towards lending is real. Mm -hmm. So women approach financial institutions and they're turned away because you don't speak the language because you haven't peppered your your proposal with with harvard like speak but you have the passion right so what what is required here is an ability to see into the dream not necessarily to evaluate the person who's presenting the dream Hmm. because because a lot of women come at it 
half the time it's not because I wanted to be a entrepreneur. It's because circumstance happened and I pivoted in that way, right? Yeah. But I still need support and I need the support of government. I need the support of big business. Uh, the many women we work with tell us how big business places on 120-day payment terms. Who can survive without being paid? Cash flow <laughs> yeah. is a major I issue. I know that. I know. So, so I guess the, the exercise here is for big corporate who's listening and saying, but we do support entrepreneurs. There's a lot more you can do. And the first thing you can do is just listen with understanding, not with judgment, right? And secondly, then go into your ecosystem and say which parts of our business can do better mm. and engage more of entrepreneurs. So just hitting your BEE marks doesn't yes. mean you've done the right thing. It means you've just been compliant and doesn't necessarily make you progressive. There's a difference. Afropolitans, if you've just joined us, we are exploring the theme of entrepreneurs as well as entrepreneurship and really getting into understanding how we can create a supportive environment to continue cultivating sustainable business development and the participation of entrepreneurs who have grit, who have shown generosity, who are clear on their purpose and clearly paying it forward in terms of sharing their knowledge within the markets and environments that they find themselves in. We are in conversation with the CEO and founder of Marukulu & Co, Sizagele. I'm intrigued by the, the supportive environment that you speak of because you're quite right. So often businesses choose to box individuals as, okay, you were a woman in business. You have a purpose. That means that you must be a social entrepreneur. That means that profit is not necessarily a priority. As such, your balance sheet is weak. And as a result, we won't give you the adequate financing and support that you need. How are we... Or how should we be engaging with corporates as well as additional government departments, uh, financial services entities, in order to provide the adequate services that are required to see the development of entrepreneurs? What we have found is sometimes um, entrepreneurs come out of these incubators and accelerators with a very clear pricing model. This is what I'm going to charge. But you don't necessarily have a a clear value of what it is your brand delivers, right? Because if you're focusing on price, you're just building a commodity, which means that if Google's tomatoes are cheaper than mine, she's going to take the greater share of the market, right? What you want to do is get into a category where people engage with your business, regardless of your price point, because your value proposition has become that clear and that distinctive. So we we offer several things. So in the business, we either take you through a two-day brand and business essentials immersion. So we teach you the basics um, of how to balance your personal brand with your business brand, Mm because there's a conversation you need to have, right? The second piece is just helping you understand that if you, until and unless you can surface your own distinctiveness, then you're just going to be one of many. Sure. And that's the tough part, right? Yeah. Because we tend to think the branding and the marketing is the, the airy-fairy stuff. Get a cute logo, get amazing colors, make sure that it's peppered all, everywhere on all social media yes. platforms. But yet the messaging is not necessarily delivered there. And and to make it simple for Afropolitans listening, because sometimes, and you're correct, Google, this idea that brand building is advertising is, is mistaken. A brand in its simplest form is a promise made and a promise kept. Mm. So did you say you would deliver at nine and the muffins would be gluten-free and dairy-free because Zaya is in the audience? If the answer to that is yes, then that is how you build credibility and consistency. Because you know that store that has a W, that every time you go there, you're expecting some level of quality because the expectation has been created, right? Tastic must swell three times because my mother has a a big Sunday lunch. If it doesn't swell three times and it hasn't (laughs) delivered on the promise. I I love that that concept and how you shared with us 
as Afropolitans because it also speaks to us as individuals. Whilst the ecosystem might take a while to change, but we as individuals need to remain persistent. We need to keep that grit in order and continue focusing on the bigger purpose to share the knowledge that we deliver. There might be several female entrepreneurs who are listening at the moment and thinking, okay, I might be a entrepreneur or maybe I have potential to become one or maybe I'm not one. How do they need to perhaps alter their mindset to either identify that they could be a entrepreneur or perhaps, I guess, carve their niche within the environments they serve and go back to the fundamental purpose of why it is that they're in business? A, a, a wonderful question to ask yourself is why did you get started, right? Um, and if it was you got started because I got retrenched from work and I had 700 rands that I could use to start a business, that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. So it's not the how you got there. What really matters is what real consumer problem are you solving? And can you do it in a way that is unique and differentiated from what others do? Because that's important, right? Because all of us drink this greasy black thing in a bottle, but because it comes in a shapely bottle, we pay ah, a lot more for it. True, you see my point? It's nice red label. Exactly, like, yep. exactly. So I'm, I'm challenging you to find a way of identifying what it is that is unique about your opportunity and build on it consistently. Because word spreads when you deliver to the expectations that you have created. And that's that's all it is. Building your business is about building your brand. Because if you're not building your brand, then you have no business being in business. I love that. <laughs> we've got so many promo moments right now. I'm looking at us and I'm thinking, right? We, we, we've, we've, we've got it in the bag. But there's something so pertinent as well about your experience across the continent uh, in Nigeria back in the early 2000s, if I'm not mistaken. And of course, the interactions that you have with many Afropolitans uh, across our borders as well. How do we tie that synthesis and work across synergies to make sure that my vision here in Johannesburg is the same as someone else's in Kampala, is the same with, uh, or or perhaps there's elements where we can merge with someone in Lagos uh, and even in Kigali. Because you've just come back from Rwanda, which remains one of my favorite experiences. So what? So we've done work in Rwanda, we've done work in, in, in Gabon, Libreville, we've done work in Kenya, we've done work in Ghana and Nigeria. What we find as a uniqueness is people have an understanding that when they enter the room, they have something to offer. And that's what I'd love to encourage our entrepreneurs. Enter the room as a partner with something to offer. We do tend to be humble to the point of sounding or appearing apologetic. Mm. And unfortunately, people make their first impressions in under 16 seconds. So when you walk in looking like you don't know if you belong, they're going to treat you like somebody who doesn't belong. Walk into the room as somebody who has something credible to contribute. And guess what? They may just pay attention. And if they don't, it's their loss. Sizagele, where do we find you? For entrepreneurs who are keen, eager, and willing to learn and understand more about their purpose, where can we find Marutlulenko? Literally, it's Marutlulenko. So it's M-A-R-U-T-L-U-L-L-E. When I, when I sound it out, it sounds like the longest surname on earth. Otherwise, they can just ring 066-124-7887 or email hello at marutlulenko.com. Fantastic. I'm excited. I think this is certainly a theme that we need to take a lot more seriously, especially from a policy point of view. Corporates instilling it within the enterprise development strategies that they also have. And even ourselves as women, understand that you have a lot more to contribute. Walk in there knowing that you are going to make an impact, a positive impact that is on society and the communities that you serve. Such a pleasure having you with us in studio. And I'm looking forward to more of the outcomes that get shared and delivered with us. That is Sizagele Marukulu. 
Marutlule, who's the CEO and founder of Marutlule & Co., joining us here on Kaya Biz for today. If you'd like a quick refresher of this conversation, do log on to our website, kayafm.co.za, click FM Rewind and click Kaya Biz to really get to understand a lot more what fit entrepreneurs can actually do and contribute to society. And even as a man, know that you have a role to play as well within the development of entrepreneurs in making a difference to society and contributing economically. It's only when we are united and the vision and the goal is clear that we can all make an impact and difference. Rewinding Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. Visit kayafm.co.za for more.